I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Snap is back. Four-man rush. Throws it in the end zone. Caught for a touchdown. C.D. Lamb. That one was a bullet. That was a strike. 15 yards to Lamb. And I was still thinking they were okay. Couldn't possibly play as bad in the second half. I was wrong. That was a CeeDee Lamb touchdown with six seconds left in the second quarter. 13-6. to Why? Because Maher decided to be like the Washington kicker and miss his extra point. First six drives of the game. One first down. That drive where they finally decided and remembered, oh yeah, CeeDee Lamb, he's our number one. We should throw it to him. Five first downs on that drive. Brad Shan, the voice of America's team, joining us here on Sean and RJ via the Diamond Factory Hotline with a big guest tonight. Hey, if he needs you to ice it, massage it, whatever you need to do, you got to get Van Der Esch back out there. He's the guest on the player show? Yep. What did last night say about the Cowboys, if anything? Um, uh, my guess is uh, very little. Uh, we'll know uh, in a week, but um, but my guess is very little. Uh, they uh, that was obviously a disaster. It was just it was just a colossal failure on just about every front. But um, I by the way, Bobby, what time did you get to sleep? Uh, One thirty. Oh, you beat me by at least an hour. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, here's here is um, here's what I my gut feeling, Sean is. Uh, they they wanted to win. They they're convinced they tried to win. Um, I I don't think that's what they were mostly about. Whether it was intentional or unintentional, here's part of my evidence. How many times in a normal NFL game would do you recall seeing the exact same pass play called twice in a row? Yeah, it's true. Well, it was one was a curl, right, and the other one was an out. You talking about the Dak pick and near pick, and then and then later they threw two deep bombs, seam routes right down the field back to back. Threw the deep bomb, didn't get it. One was to, I think one was to Brown, one was to mm-hmm. Gallup. That never happens. They're, my gut feeling, and I don't expect that they will admit it this afternoon when the coaches talk. I think they were trying stuff. They were. Let's look at this. They, I think, they were doing things in some circumstances that they would not normally do. Mm. And I think the example, Sean, that you just gave is further evidence. Um, that, I mean, how, how many times did they really get into hurry-up mode or try to get the ball to Lamb, or they were out of sync from anger dropping a punt snap, uh, literally. Babe, Babe had, had asked him about stuff like that before the game, so we blame Babe. Uh, it, but he, I think Anger said he'd never done that. 
that was before the game. He was talking about it. But they tried to one time they 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 sent Elliott out on a wheel route. Yeah. Uh, and and the ball was thrown in the flat. I mean, he's they had miscommunication on routes between veteran play, Prescott and Schultz, Prescott and Elliott. I mean, things that don't happen, and and all of them played poorly. And all I know for sure is that we've all watched them all year long. They were horrible in the first game, and they were horrible in this game. And then for 16 weeks in the middle, they were pretty good. And this is not who they are. If this was who they were, then we wouldn't have we wouldn't be talking about a game next week. So it, it was a complete outlier. There are reasons for it. I'm not sure totally what they were. It was gruesome to watch. And uh, I guess the good news is that uh, no Cowboy fan had to pay for a ticket because it was away from home. So uh, it's that's over. Moving on. So look, I like what you're saying because it makes me feel better about the performance. But let me play devil's advocate. You are still in contention for the division title, the number one seed, even though it looks like Philly's going to win against the third stringers from New York. So why why screw around with experimenting with those things on the line? Without knowing the answer, the the best that I can say is they were keeping track of there I would say it's two things one they you talk about the number one seed but San Francisco had to lose uh to who Arizona. Did they play? Arizona yeah, yeah that wasn't going to happen and they knew it wasn't going to happen but they were keeping track of both of those games and and then if you tie to that my guess is that they thought that they were going to be able to go play as you said in a tweet last night completely vanilla Let's just go play. We'll run plays, and we're not going to really try to uh, structure things the way we would. They were certainly experimenting in the secondary. So let's just try We think we can win the game by just being ourselves. And then it turned out that they couldn't. And, uh, but, you know, and, and then so then, then, they were, then they were in deep doo-doo. And, you know, your point about even without the missed extra point, they they thought the same thing. I talked to Zach Martin after the game. Said, "Was there a point? I mean, at that point, it's thirteen to six. It's not like it's things out of reach. You can't play worse than that." Yeah, we thought. And uh, <laughs> and you're there. You're right there. Did you think there was a point that uh, the game was going to turn around? He said, "Yeah, I think maybe in the second half because we went in the two minute period and we and we functioned well. And we thought, okay, we can get some stuff done. And uh, and then they didn't. I mean, there are just too many." Too many things, completely uncharacteristic. Anger with the drop and Turpin, the guy muffs it right into the guy's breadbasket. And I mean, it's just too many things. It's, it's it's the only thing that makes sense to me is that it's an outlier. Isn't that concerning then, Brad? Like, like let's even say they were just going vanilla and it was all going to be about execution. Isn't it concerning that they had that much trouble just out executing Washington, though, especially with as as banged up as Washington had been? You know, uh, Bobby, I would say you can certainly say yes. Uh, and on the other hand, it's a reminder that in the NFL, you know, that's I think that's the hardest game of the year to play that last game when one team. Is, especially if it's in a division game. So one team's going to play their butt off. And uh, that quarterback was fired up, and whoever they had in front of them was going to be fired up. And so they're, they're going to be after it. And you just, you're just not going to be. You can't be. There's no way you can have 
You can expect human beings. We would like to. Uh, there's no way you can expect human beings to have the focus that, for instance, they will have next Monday night. I'm not saying they're going to win, but they'll have better focus. Mm-hmm. They won't. They won't make those mistakes. You can't possibly have that focus in a game like this. And so, I so that in that sense, uh, it's less concerning to me. I mean, we want we want them. We all want to say you only have to do this 17 times a year. Do your best all the time. Right. And and they believe they're doing their best. There's not a football player anywhere who knows that a bad game is coming. Uh, maybe sometimes if practice has been horrific and there's nightmares going on on the practice field that we never see. But generally speaking, somebody has prepared better, has more of an edge, whatever. It it just happens, and so it's not fun, and it doesn't inspire confidence. So, Bobby, I'll give you that. It does not inspire confidence, but it doesn't. It's not going to keep me from sleeping. Brad Chan, voice of the Cowboys, joining us one hundred five through the fan. Are you surprised they're a favorite in Tampa? I'm, I'm shocked. Yes, I think that's stupid. I, I mean, I think they they've been, but they've been favored in a few games. Remember the beginning of the year, they were underdogs all the time. And then McCarthy said we're nobody's underdog, and then they they were beating everybody. And now they get in the part of the year where they're favored, where there's absolutely no reason for them to be favored logically. I mean, third party objectively, there's no doesn't seem to be any reason for them to be favored. Why? So yes. Why why, why, why why shouldn't they be favored in your opinion? Because uh, Tampa had to play the way it had to play. Forget about yesterday. Uh, to get up to this point, they had to rally and be Tom Brady and overcome injuries. They've been missing people, and they're, they were 8-9, and nine, you know. They they earned those other – you want to throw yesterday out because they didn't play everybody great. They're, they earned the other eight losses too. Yeah. So uh, – but then they came back, and they, and they were what they had to do to win the division. You can say they won a bad division, but they had to win the games enough to win them. And they're playing at home, and they've got momentum, and – the Cowboys are coming off that nonsense, and uh, yeah, that's. I think it's silly that they would go on the road and be favored until you understand that the line is all about getting people to to bet. Right. In your experience, your vast, legendary experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heading into the postseason on a roll or stumbling or struggling, to summarize that, your experience of it means what? It means whatever you want it to mean, and and it's like the old uh, joke about uh, there's lies, damned lies, and statistics. I mean, it, you can make it be whatever you want it to be. There, they they were they on a roll last year. I mean, we've we've all seen years yeah. where they have played poorly. Not just them. Pick a team, right. and then you have to pick an era because it's not the same as it was 20 years ago or 15 years ago because because. Uh, the game has changed. It's wider open, and uh, free agency and money have have changed things. So, yeah, I've seen teams go into the playoffs on a roll and lose right away. And I've seen teams go in um, not apparently being impressive at all and find it on the practice field. I don't remember what year it was. I remember one year the Chiefs' Prima Homes. They were making a run. They, I think they had statistically the worst run defense in the league. 
And I think maybe they played the Colts. Something makes me want to say with Edger and James, Manning and Edger and James, and all of a sudden they started playing great run defense. I mean, things like that happen in the playoffs. So um, we want everything to make sense. We want there to be momentum, positive and negative. Uh, we want everything to fit in the little box that makes us and makes us feel comfortable with with summing it all up. The fact that it, that's never the case is what makes watching sports fun. Do you think something could happen? Something could play out Monday night against the Buccaneers that could put McCarthy's status in trouble? Um, they, if they were to play like this again. Uh, that I think that that might make that might do it. Okay. If they if they get beat by Tom Brady, like for instance in the opener, we didn't really see Tom Brady. Right. They just ran the ball too well. He never had to beat Tom Brady. Uh, if they get beat by Brady, you know if they're if if both teams score in the 30s and they have the ball last and Brady brings them down the field and they win the game at the end. It would be a gut punch. Uh, it would be horrible. But if they play well the rest of the time and they get beat by Tom Brady, I don't think that would put them in jeopardy. If they play like they played yesterday, then uh, I would think all conversations would be open. But I, I, I think that um, those hypotheticals, um, while they're, they're mandatory for a, a multiple-hour talk show, um, they, you, you, there's not time to consider the whole body of work. I mean, you really have to look at the strides they've made, the things they have accomplished already. Last time they were in the playoffs two years in a row. Last time they won double-digit games two years in a row. Um, I mean, heck, fire. If, if, let's get stop on the runway going out to Oxnard. We just hit the pause button. Right. 12 and 5. Anybody in? Yep. 12 and forget about the runway after game one when Dak was out. Several times. Triple in. Yeah, right? Coming back from Oxnard, the day that Tyron got hurt. Yep. The first game, like you're saying. Yeah. So that's all. That's also part. That's that's in the recipe, too. I agree. Let's, you know, let's all let's consider the whole thing. Uh, and, and then I think you have to do that if, in order to answer the question that you asked, then I think you have to throw all of that in there, and I believe that that would be the case. All right, get Van Der Esch back on the field tonight. Thank you. We'll be oh, listening. I, I don't think he needs my help. I think he's ready to go. Brad <laughs> Sham, Diamond Factory Hotline, the voice of America's team. Can TCU – would it be a miracle? Do we, do we need to stop using that term? Can TCU shock the world and how Micah Parsons screwed – Zach Walchuk, while Babe Laufenberg was feeling um, low. Not low. The opposite of low. The opposite. Final hour, Cowboys Monday, as maybe Babe had the munchies. Next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.